What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of Track Record Sports. In partnership with White Noise Studios, I'm your host, James, with my co-host... Chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chance. Got him in the booth again. Co-hosting. I'm, I'm always in the Dis-ting. booth. Disting. You're always with me. I don't ever leave the booth. If you're new, if you're not, we start every episode with a week in review. So, Chance, how was your week? Last week was actually insane. Um... Wednesday night of last week, I went and saw Kiss with my dad and his best friend. Sick. It was a really good show. Uh, my ears were bleeding. Yeah, you afterwards. said that was like the loudest show you've ever oh been to. Oh my god, it was so loud, dude! And it's only because the guitars were such a high frequency that it like murdered my ears. Yeah. Um. So I went to that Wednesday night. Most impressive stage pyrotechnics mm-hmm. and stage setup that I've ever seen. And then, um, that was like a that was a long show. Yeah. Their only opener was a painter. For real? Yeah, this dude stood on stage, and he, so they, like, played music, and he painted to the music. Huh. And so he painted Slash, Mick Jagger, and then all of Kiss. Right. It was so cool. Dang. Yeah, he, so he did that, um, and then it was, like, 15 minutes, and they came out. It was such a short. Played. Yeah, they played for a long time. It was a really good show. And yeah. then I drove home that night and was dead, got up, went to all my classes. Actually, no, I didn't. I skipped my 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my 9.30, though, but I skipped my 8 a.m. because I was, like, so dead. I couldn't wake up. Yeah. And then Thursday night, I went to Action Bronson. It was a really good time. Uh, I've been waiting for, like, years to see him. Yeah, finally came in. And also, so, reschedule, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be in, like, November October or something like that. Went and saw him. Came back Friday. Didn't go to class. <laughs> Dude, then I, I was supposed to record a podcast with Bree on Friday, and I was just so drained from the week that I couldn't. Yeah, that's I, a tough week. I literally back just, to back too. I couldn't do it. Those are back-to-back big-time concerts. So then I chilled out all night Friday, all day Friday. Literally just chilled out. Didn't even come to the labs. I just chilled. And then Saturday we went to Rockin' Sports and I picked up Jefferson Airplane and Quicksilver Messenger Service. And then Sunday, Saturday night, watched that new Ghost Adventures because mm-hmm. me and Brianna are addicted. You just start your own Ghost Adventures. Bro, you don't want us to. <laughs> We'd be too good at it. Oh, my God. And then um, Sunday, watched Free Solo. And Monday... Didn't have class. <laughs> didn't have class. <laughs> didn't have class or didn't go to class? No, didn't have class. Okay, that's good. So out of my face. <laughs> Tomorrow only got one class. I know. Shout out Johnson being gone in yeah, shout two out, weeks. Yeah, shout out Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> shout out the UK. Shout out the UK. <laughs> but yeah, Sunday watched Free Solo, and I know you watched it too. Yeah, was that was- the most nervous I've ever been watching a movie in my life. the best documentary I've ever seen in my life. Possibly one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Dude, my hands were so sweaty the whole time. My hands, my feet. I was like, I didn't have like socks or anything on. I was just like chilling on the couch. Everything was just sweaty. I was nervous. Edge Dude, of my seat. I did have to take my socks off because my feet were sweating so bad. Yeah, it was. It ridiculous. was that bad. It was that bad. Such a good movie though. That guy's insane. Yeah, for sure. Insane. Which we're gonna get. We're into gonna get it. deep into because that was our last, we both did. Yeah, our last subject's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty intense. Yeah, because I think a big. Finisher. I think we have different opinions on what is. It's pretty intense though. My week, all I did was play two K. Same. Uh, hey, I remember my big hey, two hit grind. How, how many fans you got? 
Dude, we're not talking about Not fans. enough, we're bro. We're not talking about Hey, this, this <laughs> dude Yo, what, over here. What rank are you in the All-Star voting? Uh, Tenth. So out of my face. About eight. We're breaking top five. Bro, how many fans you got? Dude, you just got a shoe deal. I've had a shoe deal for weeks. I've had a shoe deal for months on there, bro. Listen, what are you averaging points a game? 18. I'm averaging, I'm averaging 25. <laughs> how many assists do you have in a game? How many assists do I have a game? Yeah. I don't give the team like I don't give the team the ball, dude. Seven and a half. Sick. <laughs> We're completely different positions. Two K, two K is not real, dude. I'm keeping yeah. the ball. I'm shooting it. I shoot, the, I shoot the ball like 23 times a game. Really? Yeah. What well, do I have to actually lose? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Because <laughs> it's 2K. Because it's not real. I want to start playing my team, though, where you like open the card packs and oh, stuff. Oh, like the ultimate? Yeah. I want to start doing that. It's only three on three this time. Hmm. My buddy Brandon yeah. that posts those yeah. videos, that's what he plays. Really? Yeah. His Blake Griffin's like a 98, bro. He's like a prime Blake Griffin. Oh, my gosh. I want to get that. I want to start playing, getting into that, though. I just want to do like Pro-Am. Pro-Am's Fun. That's Once we do. have to get into the nineties before we do pro am though. Yeah. Brandon would be down to play some pro am. So would so would Hofer. We had a we had a pro am team on the last two K. Yeah, I do pro am. It's for sure. So fun. I might sink some money into it here later. Once it gets in that, that late grind. Over yeah. over the summer I'll play a lot of two K yeah. after work. Cause once I get home from work, I literally do nothing in the summer. That's true. I get home from work, I eat and then I go to bed. You work yeah, you work some crazy hours though. Like yeah, your I job up, is I like, get up at five. And work till 3 p.m. It's not fun. 7 to 3. It's not fun. So then you get home and you're like, mm, I'll eat dinner and go to sleep. That's I went to sleep. Day. I went to sleep by like 9 or 9.30 like every night. I wish. And then on weekends, I just got kind of drunk because I was like, this is about the only thing. That's I can about do. the only thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like going anywhere. <laughs> I feel like just <laughs> laying around. But yeah, this summer should be a 2K grind. This summer will be, I don't want to spend a whole lot of money this summer. I think I'm going to buy a PC this summer though. Start building. Yeah, that way we have a good workstation For once we sure. get the crib. The crib. The crib. The crib. I got also, looking, dude. also got to buy an IKEA shelf. <laughs> dude, just buy it. Dude, listen, I just paid my loans and that drained two hundred dollars on my account. So I need you to chill. Okay, you, the next. You know how much check? that? You know how much more? That's fifty dollars more than my paycheck was last week. Uh, so yeah. I don't want to hear it. And I went and I had to buy food, and I went to concerts and paid for gas. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It's tough out here with a single job that pays you minimum wage. Yeah, you grinding. Yeah. You grinding. I guess. Not really. <laughs> the grind doesn't really start until the summer. That's true. I feel that. Let's get into the sports talk, though. Yeah. That was starting a six, off. seven-minute intro. <laughs> that's not even our longest, I don't think. I think no. we've done like 15 before. Probably. <laughs> you didn't even say what you did in your week. All I did was 2K and free solo, dude. That's it. Yeah. Dude, you need to get life. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder though because your girlfriend lives in like Arizona. Yeah, so what do I have to do? Nothing. I play intramural basketball. We lost two weeks in a row. Oh, you guys lost last night? Well, we lost last week and we thought that was our last game. But I guess since we won 50% of our games, we made playoffs. And last week we had four technicals and got like mercyed. <laughs> and we were just done with this. So then this week we we're just messing around. It's just like this track team. Were the track team kids like super in shape? They're more shaped than we were. <laughs> but, dude, it was just fun. We were all just having a good time. Like it was, That's good. It was a good way to end the season. Did like, you guys get? We lost by, like, four or five. Oh, that's not bad. I think you guys got beat down. No, we thought we were going to. <laughs> we we went in and were like, oh, my God, these guys are athletic. They had, like, eight people, but then, like, or nine people, and then only, like, six of them were, like, suited. Like, I guess they had just a posse with them. Huh. Well, it's, they're track kids. Yeah. So they were just playing. I mean, it was just a good time. Great that's way to end the season, good. though. Because it's... 
intramural basketball. Yeah. B, B League intramural basketball. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys aren't even fun. prime time. No, there's people out there in B League though wishing they're prime time. Oh, I guarantee it. And I'm like, I bet people go so hard. I'm like, dude, play A League. Yeah. We're chilling down here. Yeah, we're just we're, we're, we're just we're goofing. <laughs> yes, these people out here running sets. No I'm way. Like, yes, this team we played when we had four technicals were running sets. No way. Play A ball, dude. Go but they, play but, A, but, but, but they weren't but, good. No, they're not good enough to play A. They get smoked if they played A. Oh, that's funny. Oh. Well, because the A guys are like football guys. Like, Actual ballers. Yeah, yeah, people that like play ball. Yeah. Dude, I remember I went and visited my buddy down at Mizzou. We went I can't watch, imagine. We went and watched intramural ball oh down gosh. there. Oh, my I God. I can't imagine, dude. Dude, their, their like highest league was insane. It was pretty much like the basketball It's, it's like the people that's like it was a bunch of dudes make. that It was a bunch of dudes that didn't go play basketball but could have. Yeah. And they're like dunking and like – Dude, people would pull up from like half court and just drain it. And you're uh, like, no way, uh, bro. It was it was some of the most competitive basketball I've ever seen. <laughs> it's intramural sports, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. No. Shout out, shout out, intramural basketball teams in colleges. Dude. They go hard. <laughs> it's their time to shine. Yeah, dude. No, last week the, our dude got dunked on. It was bad. <laughs> dude, we all just like <laughs> we told him like, your team got dunked on. Yeah. Shout out Chase Hagel getting dunked on. This dude pulled up windmill back to here, dude. Just bop. And everyone just went crazy. I ran down to the other side of the court. It was like, yo, Chase, untie your shoes. Get off the court. <laughs> you got to retire, bro. Dude, so this dude had bounce. Yeah. Why isn't he playing A, I don't a ball? Because his buddies are playing B. God, that's. Yeah, he had bounce. He got up. He dunked on Chase. They tried to throw him a noop, and he just laid it, but he didn't finish. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. If I got tomahawked on, I would literally go sit on the bench. I would literally not play. Did you guys only have five players, though? No, we have like seven or eight. Like we, the first time we played, we had like six or oh, seven. It's awful. So you, you were winded. No, you need how at long least are eight. periods? Two twenty minute halves. Oh my god! Run, two twenty minute halves, running clock. But it's it's a full length basketball game. Yeah, yeah. It's not short. <laughs> it's like the only thing that makes it shorter is that it's running clock, so nothing stops except for in two minutes. Dang! So you got, you I mean, got, how many timeouts quick. you get? I think you get like five or six or something per half total. Oh. And you only call them when you're on court. Like, man, no one calls timeouts because no one thinks to eat. like. We're just like, wait for dead ball, sub in. Like, you're just balling. Yeah, we're just big ballers. It's a fun time. That sounds like a lot of fun. B League's a fun time. You should play it next year. I'm going. I'm going to. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> I'm going to. Hey, listen though, I'm a shooter. <laughs> Dude, take shots. If it, it's if, it hits, if it hits my hands, I'm shooting it. It's I don't B-League. care how guarded I am. It's going up, man. <laughs> Triple team. No, listen. <laughs> No, I swear to God, every time you throw me the ball in the perimeter, it's going up. <laughs> You're going to run down and not move out of your spot. You're just going to be sitting there. I'm, I'm a catch-and-shoot god. Clay Thomas with a catch-and-shoot? Okay, not that good. You said a god, so. Well, I'm not that. I'm a B-league. <laughs> yeah, I'm a B-league god. I'll be a B-league god. <laughs> I'm gonna this summer. You just watch. I'm working my jumper all summer, and then you're gonna give me the ball. And I'm literally just gonna just be wet. wet from three. Do it, dude. You know how funny that'll be. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be just waiting. Wow. <laughs> Swish. Swish. Be like you're an old man league, dude. Those guys. Just I'm gonna work on my hops too, and I'm gonna block the tar out of people, dude. People are gonna go up for these weak layups, dude, and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna send them into the crowd. Send it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Summer work. I'm gonna, we I'm gonna get Luke Cooper out here training. <laughs> <laughs> hey Luke, listen, dude. I need, I need, I need, I need some help. <laughs> Intramural training. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, out, I'm gonna be paying like three hundred dollars for a session. He's dude. out here training NBA players, and you're like, yo, can you hop in some intramural work? <laughs>
Here's what he would say to me. Quit wasting my time. <laughs> One word. No. Dude, imagine if I came out with just like insane handles. <laughs> and I'm just like handling the ball all over the court. You pull it off your Kyrie Irving, dude, like Uncle Drew. I'm going to wear Kyrie's when I play in real ball. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm going to wear nice shoes. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to wear... I'm gonna wear the easy basketball shoes when they come. Don't, like, <laughs> bet. We get some Pumas for next year, dude. Those are nice. I like the Pumas. They look pretty good. I like them. They look like they're not very strong on the sides. So. They look good. Yeah, but good, I don't want to. I don't want to roll my ankles in them. That's true. Even though I do wear low tops, I wear low top basketball shoes. I want to get some low tops. Yeah, they're the I have, like mids right now. I'll use find use white. I'm gonna go on StockX and buy some Kobe eights. I'm gonna ball on some Kobe eights. Best basketball shoe ever made. Do it. Kobe eights and Kobe sixes. Yeah, you did say that. For, yeah. your, for your top sneakers of all time. They are ba- basketball sneakers. Top hooping shoes. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into okay. it though. NFL. Jesus. NFL first on the list. Broncos looking like they're gonna draft Locke. What are your thoughts if they get Locke in the FC West? I mean, he's he'll improve their offense. It would just suck to see a guy from this area go there because I like want to root for him. But you can't root for him if he's because he's a Bronco. Bronco, yeah, dude. I would anytime they played us, I'd go, "Hey, sorry, but I hope you get planted thirty <laughs> times this game." You know? Yeah. I would. God, I would hate to see him go there. I mean, it would be cool if him if he goes in the top ten. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, but I don't want it to be to Denver, dude. I just don't know how much this. I it makes. That Case Keenum, I mean, it looks like they're finally moving on. That Case Keenum's a bad they, move. They should have you know? before the season even started. That's what I'm season. saying. But I think they're going that whole Chiefs route. You know, getting drafting somebody that's talented, sit a year behind a vet. So yeah. bringing in Joe Flacco because they did bring in Flacco. Yeah, but Flacco. I mean, but that's like is so not elite, bro. That's what I'm saying. So do you just take Alex Locke? Smith was more elite than Flacco was? Yeah. Let's yeah. be real. Let's be real. Yeah, Flacco would still be a good teacher, though. That's what I'm saying. He still I mean, has stuff to like. Even to though pass Lamar Jackson, even though Lamar Jackson's barely known how to throw the football, having started over him for half the season, I don't know. It's a good move, though. I mean, I think that's going to become the trend once we once yeah. everybody saw our success yeah. with sitting a guy for a year and then bringing a new guy in. I mean, and I think it's like one of those things. It doesn't even matter if he's you know Hall of Fame. It's not yeah, like it's just, it just it's not like an Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre thing. It's just like as long as you have somebody that's been in the league as a seasoned player, can that teach can him the ropes, teach him the ropes of the NFL and how you know the season goes, how to train your body, you know, just those type of things that you don't know coming in as a rook. Yeah, I don't know. I I I want to see Locke go high. I I don't love that if he ends up in Denver. I want to root for the guy, but if he's a Bronco, you I can't. I literally can't yeah. root for Broncos. Yeah, I, that's you the, want to root for him because that's he's the team boy. I that's the team I hate the most in our division. Yeah, it's them, and then under that Raiders. No, no. Under, under that's the Chargers, dude. I guess the Raiders the Char- are such a non-threat that I can't even hate them that much. That's true. I still like you know I hate him, but I, I, I hate the, the Chargers and the Broncos more. Uh, de- Broncos are definitely number one. But what do you think about? Arizona potentially drafting Kyler Murray number one. Uh, I want to know what they want to get out of Rosen because obviously I think if they get Murray, they're going to try to ship Rosen for some talent. But I don't know I've what they're going to get back. Possibly Rosen to Washington. Huh. Which would make sense for Washington. They need yeah. a young guy to come yeah, in. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Alex Smith will ever play football again. No, I don't think so either. I think it's a miracle that he's going to walk again. But well, he is walking. Again. Uh, yeah, I mean the fact that he is is a miracle, yeah. but. I definitely don't think he's having any more football in his future. Yeah. So they're looking for a new young 
quarterback that they can kind of build build their system around. So it makes sense if he goes shipped out there. But if they draft Kyler Murray, definitely, you know, cutting ties with Rosen. I just don't know about drafting Kyler Murray first overall. I am on that same boat. I don't know how he's going to translate. I just don't know how well he's going to be. He's either going to be really, really, really good, or he's just going to be bad. You don't think there's any mediocre ground? I don't. And I think his size has a lot to do with it, honestly. As much as we don't, we want to say that size doesn't matter in the NFL. It, yeah, I know. I think he's it, very I th- similar size to Russell Wilson, though. He's smaller than Russell Wilson. By, like, half inch, quarter inch. Yeah, but weight-wise, he's also way smaller weight-wise, than Russell Wilson. He does, okay, Wilson does Dude, have some weight, but... Kyler Murray is tiny. But you're not saying that he won't put on weight when he comes into the league? I don't know. He hasn't put on weight yet. True. He played a Division One. True. college and he hasn't put True. on any weight i don't know i i hope he does well yeah I you mean, never say rooting against somebody no you know? no unless unless it's philip rivers True. or tom brady or, or coming coming yeah, in the league, yeah yeah you know? yeah but i i don't know i i just don't know if there's any in between on him he's either gonna be really really good or he's not i think it's kind of the same it's like the johnny menzel thing they kind of have kind of the johnny menzel experiment 2.0 yeah better person yeah, I think that definitely changes things. But yeah, kind but of the same thing, but the next edition, the better edition, the the second time around. I think in college they were uber comparable. Yeah, that's why, that's why he's two I don't know if he's necessarily. I don't know if he's better. I don't know. I just don't know until yeah. we see it have until that's we see him have a year so under his belt. I think that's what's so scary is you don't really know. Yeah, you don't know. I have no how idea. To grade it. I have no idea how to how to go about him. He's undersized. He's got an arm and he's got a lot of speed. I just don't know how it's going to translate. Yeah, it doesn't help me that either that he didn't throw in the combine. I would have liked to see him throw, mm-hmm. but I know he'll do it. He'll do a team's. He'll do a team workout where he's with his guys, right? And, and he'll sure. show up for the team. But yeah, I hope he doesn't do the Manziel way and like wear full pads though, because that was idiotic. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He wore pads, and I was like, oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy, this guy thinks he's onto something. Come on. <laughs> now he's banned from the CFL. Yeah, what did he do? Broke his contract. He just like domestic violence or drug abuse. Classic Manziel move. Awesome guy. It was like written in the contract. You cannot do these things. And he did it. And like, okay, well, you're out. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. AAF return. He'd be he'd be an XFL guy. XFL. Yeah. Because the XFL is gonna be a bunch of like former convicts. Because I think <laughs> dude, I don't know who's the longest in yard type. Do you think this this is kind of t- we're kind of off track a little bit, but. Do you think that the AAF and the XFL kind of watered down? Like, is it, is, it, a- is it even worth? I think the AAF is a cool experiment. I think it is. Just I just to, don't know if it's worth. I don't think it's very viable. I don't think it has a very long like, life rate. How many guys are really going to come out of there and go to the NFL? If one comes out, I'll be surprised. How many? Like, I just feel like it's it's not even as good a football that is in – Division College. one football. Yeah, no, I agree. And here's I watched an AAF game on Sunday after the free solo, and I was just like, "This is so boring." Yeah, this is not enjoyable. And that's what's like. That's what's the difference with XFL, and I think XFL does have a place because it's almost that like not anti football, but it's a kind of different brand, kind of a mixture of like arena football, NFL football, yeah. a different set of rules, different kind of play style. But AAF is like trying to be the NFL, that exact same game, but with worse players. So you're like, well, they have different they have different rules and stuff. Like you, there's no field goals for some reason. You just go for it. 
you don't kick off. It's just weird. And the players just aren't. It's a bunch of guys that didn't make in the NFL. I know, and that's what, like, every other league that has a developmental league or, you know, a system to their leagues. I keep going. Like, compared to, like, MLB has the the system with single A, double A, triple A, NBA G League. Bro, Those players at least feel like they have a chance to make it. Oh, we got the wheel of death. No way, dude. Oh. Not great, James. You hate to see it. Not great. Yet not great for the brand. Oh, this isn't good. Oh, it's still going. We're back. We're back, dude. That was scary. The computer went completely black. And we had the wheel of death. And wheel of death. Thought it was over. Yeah. I was honestly terrified for a second. I was. You all- looked pissed. You looked like you were like, you got to be kidding me. No, I was really mad. <laughs> I was actually really, really <laughs> mad. We might just leave that whole situation in the, in the <laughs> podcast, too. Dude, that was bad. I went silent. When I go silent, that means I'm not happy. Yeah. I was. <laughs> you were pissed. Anyways, yeah, I don't see the AAF having any It doesn't, because it's, it just doesn't have talent. Like, G League feels like guys can still make it. I mean, MLB farm system, single, double, triple, like, those guys are all on their way to make it. Even if they're on MLB, they still have talent, you know, they still have a prospect, but, like, these AAF guys just feel like they're, you know, post-career, well, no affiliation didn't make it. to any of it. Yeah. It's not like a farm system. Yeah, it has no— Like, why, why, why isn't it practice squad guys? Yeah playing a game each week. Yeah. You know? But instead, it's just a bunch of guys that didn't make it that are just there playing ball. It, I don't know. I didn't like it. And that's I, know, I, th- I know a lot of people are into it. I'm just not. I, it holds no interest for me. I think if they want to do it, it has to be XFL different. You know, It has to be a completely different brand of football than this semi-quasi-NFL, but the AFL is only, AAF is only running up until 2020 when the XFL returns. So... Yeah, so one year. Yeah. It's weird. So it's like, what's the point anyways? I'm sure they're all going to form into the XFL, and then it's going to be the same thing. That's true. And I'm just I'm just not into it. I'd rather just watch college ball, honestly, than a bunch of guys who are NFL rejects. I'd rather just pump up the arena football scene then. Arena football's dope. That's what I'm saying. Like, If you want to do a completely different game, then put some money, put some you know, promotions into – Arena football, that's a completely different game than, you know, American football. Yeah, the field's, so. like, the field's like 60 yards long. Yeah, throwing bombs. Full field bombs. Yeah. Dude. Kicking bombs. Slam people into a concrete wall. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like hockey, but it's football. So I think if you want to do that, you got to change the game completely. And some other news going off of Baltimore with Joe Flacco. They've actually done some crazy moves recently. Idiotic moves. Dumb released Weddle and are not going to be able to afford C.J. Mosley. The, the C.J. Mosley thing made more sense to me just because he is worth a lot of money. He costs a lot. But releasing Eric Weddle was a big shock for me. Weddle had a really good year. He did, and he was their most consistent, most talented defensive player on that team. I would probably agree with that. I don't... You know? Yeah. I... Oh, man. I don't know what they're doing. And it's not like he's not a talented guy. You know, it's not like he's like, he is older, but he's not, you know, fading fast. Yeah. You know? He still has years yeah, of play. Yeah, he literally he's, just had the best season of his career. Yeah. So I don't know what 
you I don't know what you go through to release him. I don't know. Hey, Kansas City though. Both D- those guys. Before we came in here though, Danielle had said that the Chiefs were like getting close to something with Landon Collins. I was just going to bring that up that Landon Collins did not get tagged by the Giants and he's free. So he's also another guy on the table for the Chiefs. We just up. need we need a safety. We need a, I don't even care who a, it is at this point. Landon Collins is talented though and so is Eric Weddle. Just don't let it be. Don't bring back Sorensen. You can't. They won't. You can't. Or Ron Parker. You can't. No, you God, can't. no. Keep yeah, I feel like he's that guy that got away. on like speed dial for like emergencies. So like, Ron Parker, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> he's off, like, yes, sir. Gets off the couch, suited up. He's like, I'm ready. <laughs> Rather than retiring at halftime, he comes in at halftime. <laughs> he's like, what's up, guys? You guys <laughs> miss me? Everybody's comes like, in from the stands, dude. He comes in at halftime. Miss me? Everybody's like, no. <laughs> but, but we need we you. We didn't want you back, but we have to. <laughs> yeah. We have no other. Uh, we have no other options, Ron Parker. <laughs> I I mean out of out of out of Weddle Collins and Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas I don't think is possible for us. I don't think he is. But out of those three, Weddle and Collins. Ooh, I don't know. I I think I I think I want Collins. I was gonna say I'm leaning Collins, but Weddle is all. I would be. I wouldn't be mad with either one of them. I think Collins is more talented though. I think Collins has more upside. I would be super happy with either one. But yeah, but if we got Weddle too, I'd be. And if we got C.J. Mosley in the process. uh, Ooh. Because we, we are releasing, or we're, we're working on a deal of getting rid of Houston. It's Which been kind of days in the say, making. Yeah. Days in the w- making, but he's is, on his way out. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's smart. I wish we could have gotten something for him instead of just letting him walk. Because he did. He still is talented. He still could bring upside to a team. So I, that's the, I mean, he's I just not back half of his. Yeah, he's back half of career. But I wish we could have got something for him instead of just letting him walk and get nothing. I can agree with you there, but. I'm 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 not mad at the move either. No, I, th- and I, I think, think we it's saw fine. it coming. I think we yeah. knew that this season we're keeping forward. And we gotta let because there's like you gotta let someone go. Yeah. With the money problems that we're coming up with, especially planning for paying Patrick Mahomes, you know, there's just people you had to let go. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it'd be cool if he would let us restructure his contract. Do I see I that happening? So yeah, no, no, I don't think so. And it's been like I said, days in the making of like a slow like. When's it gonna happen? Well, heck, I had, I had sent you a tweet that said that we are well, had we released them, yeah. but then uh, Tres Paler put out an article that's like, no, we, haven't we put out yet. a tweet that was like, no, we haven't gotten close yeah. to anything yet. Yeah, and so it's it's been it's been something that's been talked about for the last few days, and people have been freaking out about it in Kansas City. I just I just it's just a matter of when at this point. That's what I'm Same saying. Same with D Ford. Are we gonna trade him up? I think he got tagged. Yeah, but we still have the option to trade. I don't want us to trade him though. But will he fit the four three the way I he fit know. the three four? And again, that's the t- big question that everybody's asking. Again, with the time, with bringing in a new defensive coordinator, you gotta, we gotta wait now just to see does he fit in the scheme? How's he gonna fit in the scheme? Like we're gonna find out later when unless, all this is already fit unless out. he's gone. That's true. Unless we get something good for him, if we get a solid Mike linebacker, I'm not mad at the trade. CJ, he's so much money though. Oh my gosh, we can't afford him. I I see I saw that mock draft has us taking cornerback out of Georgia in the first round. Cool with that. Mm-hmm, I too. think we have one solid corner right now in West. Yeah. Or Ward, my bad. Why do I, I always yeah. want to call him West? Cuz he wears number 35. Yeah. And his name starts with a W. I think we have a a good corner in Ward though. I think he'll pan out and be pretty good. I'm excited to see his improvement over the offseason. Um I what else was I saying? Um uh, 
Yeah, we need to find somebody to replace Steven Nelson for obvious reasons. That we don't need to get into because it's been overstated. <laughs> yeah, on here it's been overstated a few times. I think I think we need to let O'Daniel kind of take over that Mike spot. Let him plug up the middle. I say at least let him grow into it, and if he doesn't fit, he doesn't fit. But let throw him on the him. outside, dude. Yeah, he needs to play. Yeah, because he has a, to be on the field. He's a spark plug, and yeah, he can 100%. make some big time hits. Like when he's in, he it, just makes plays. Yeah, I think he makes plays, and he's yeah. he's he's good at stopping the run. He's good at. I just, I just like him. I yeah. like the way he plays. No, I agree. I think if Hitchens and Raglan don't show up at some point, we got to get rid of them. I think we should get rid of Raglan regardless because he's a dumpster fire. But we need we need improvement at the corner and at the linebacker position, specifically middle linebacker. And especially because we're changing to a four three, where we're going to have a singular linebacker where, in the center. It, then that mic becomes even more. Oh important my gosh, it becomes to, essential. It, exactly, like that's the top priority and for then, the defense right now. And then you have to have a hard hitting safety that can come down and, and clean plays up. So I think we're going to end up adding either Weddle or Collins to our roster. Um, I want to see us get a linebacker. I don't even. Oh, I don't at this point really. Brian Urlacher could come out of his retirement and play the force, <laughs> and I'd be like, cool. And he'd still be better than anything we have. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But then on the defensive line, I think we're in a pretty good spot. No, defensive, defensive line, line, I feel pretty good. It's just that second and third level that is yeah. sketchy. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely the second level that scares me the most just because it is such a big part of the mm-hmm. defense. And if you can't have a linebacker that can, first of all, identify plays that can't cover and fundamentally can't tackle anybody, you have a problem. Which sounds like all of our linebackers. <laughs> I think we had a couple guys that are okay at tackling. Yeah. Oh, Daniel's good at tackling. Hitchens can be really good at tackling. Hitchens, but he misses he, he yeah. misses on some weird ones. And then Raglan, I just Raglan he's so bad. And then Speaks is in there too though. Like I think Speaks could end up being he didn't get enough snaps, I don't think. He didn't play enough. So I can't really judge on I can't judge on anything when I don't think he he didn't play enough. Get for enough me. time. Yeah. yeah. I wanna see I wanna see him pan out though. I wanna see us use K Pass. I don't know how to say his last name. Capasano Capasano. It's a big name. Yeah. I want to see because he's a monstrous human being. Huge. I want to see him be used a little bit too. Yeah, we. Got, and that's what I'm saying. What the defensive line? I feel good. I feel solid. Yeah, I've been. A, I'm in a good spot. We got guys that can rotate. I'm in, in a good spot on our defensive and offensive lines. Yeah. Honestly. After after we draft a, a corner and a, and a linebacker, I don't really know what we do with our with our draft picks. Yeah. I really don't. I saw you sent me that tweet about we have 300 people on our board. That's a lot. And, gonna, and then it's going to whittle down to 150. That's crazy. What do you think about or we'll just keep talking about the combine for a second. I was going to ask that's my next thing actually cuz you had combine on all week. Yeah. Um what were your takeaways from the combine? I know you just been having it on. Everybody is fast. I was going to say there's Dude, crazy 40 times. Everybody is fast. Crazy 40 times. There was a D lineman that ran like a 4.5. Uh um every, there was like just a ton of records broken on the 40 yard dash. Uh-huh. Everybody seems to be fast. Um None of the quarterbacks' times really impressed me, honestly. Yeah. Um, DK Metcalf needs to be tested. Dude's an dude's an animal. Dude, where did he come from? I feel like all of a sudden after that picture. Well, I posted, saw him. Well, I had saw him play a couple times. Yeah. I'd watch a couple of Ole Miss games. But you don't think of him like even after those games, you're like, oh my god, DK Metcalf, he's on the list. Like, watch him. And then he comes out of this combine. And everybody's 1. like, everybody's freaking body out. Fat. Everybody's freaking out because you can take somebody who's not. A phenomenal at football, but if they're fast and strong, you can make you them, can make you them can good. You can make them pretty good. He's I mean, they were comparing his his size and stature to like Julio Jones. Yeah, who's an animal. One of the best 
wide and Calvin in the Johnson. I mean, they have yeah. similar body types. What was his forty? Was it sub four three? It was. It was like was, a four three three, I think. Yeah, it was insane. And then the craziest thing I think with him was also, I saw he did like twenty seven reps on the bench press, and the next closest was like fourteen. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, I, I think he needs to be tested. Like I really do. He looked insane though. Yeah, you don't just look like that. You don't, dude. Come on. You don't go because whenever he was in college, like four months ago, he didn't look like that. No, he, he just got. He was lean. Yeah, he he was lean. He was cut, dude. He was lean and cut, but he was not that. He cut, was jacked. Dude. He was an animal. Oh my god, animal. he was so jacked. The thing that's crazy though is I think of like one one point whatever body fat. Yeah, I think of bodybuilding with those guys that get jacked and cut like that. You're but on something. You're on something, one. But then also having that level of body fat is the most unhealthy thing you can be on. Like all those bodybuilders running up there, you know, showing. Yeah. That's the most unhealthy they've ever been in the training process of anything. Yeah. because they're like starved, you know, water deprived. Like it's, it's disgu- just crazy. That stuff's disgusting in my that, opinion. That stuff is fascinating to me. It's so gross. So cool. No. I fully disagree. It's so disgusting. Sculpting their bodies, dude. It's dumb. It's insane. It's dumb. Anyways, it's crazy. I think I think DK needs to be tested though because he's <laughs> ridiculous. Yep, yeah, I um, just the forty times was crazy. Throwing, I watched the quarterbacks throw. Yeah. Um, the two most impressive arms out of the group is Haskins and Locke. And you told me I was the surprised. The ball explodes out of their hands. I was surprised that you said Locke's arm is actually very comparable to Hos- it Haskins. It really, it really I, is. The and whole time I thought Haskins was the gunslinging of the cannon of the group. And I think Locke has better feet than yeah. than Haskins does. Locke seemed more comfortable with the dropbacks, with all of that stuff. But they both just have absurdly strong arm strength. One thing my dad was saying he was watching was about how Haskins, like in the wide receiver drills, just looked like lackadaisical, just kind of like throwing. Yeah, he's it out. just like, tossing the ball. Just tossing. Yeah, I don't think he was too focused on getting perfection on his feet or anything yeah but he was just throwing dots i mean he was launching the ball his down his deep ball looked he looked good yeah Locke's deep ball looked good but i was very surprised that Locke Um, was actually the kid out of duke looks not bad yeah uh will greer looks okay i think he'll end up being a good backup at least Mm -hmm. i don't know if i don't know if he'll go anywhere and be a star that's what i'm saying outside of i mean i think kyler murray obviously whatever he's going somewhere but outside of Locke and haskins i don't know if there's anybody else that's really going to be a star yeah i think it lies more within the running backs and the there's a lot of good defensive talent this year yeah there's a lot of good defensive linemen coming out nick bose is going to end up going up high top top three top three um quinnon williams is going to go super early another d lineman out of alabama who is extremely fast That's as well. That's crazy. I sent you that tweet of Eric Ebron. Yeah, I need like, to put All these the backers honey- running 4-4s. Four I got <laughs> I to put the honey buns down. Put the honey buns down. <laughs> but I think I think the biggest takeaway was everybody's fast. Yeah. Like, everybody looked fast. It's crazy. I mean, offensive linemen were running, like, even to run a five, is it? When offensive linemen. six six. 320 pounds. You're 300 plus pounds and you're running fives? Insanely athletic. Yeah. It's defensive ends running four fives, four fours. Like defense, defensive end, defensive linemen all looked really good. Yeah. Linebackers looked good. Um, there's a couple guys receiver wise with shaky hands. Mm-hmm. Another one I'm excited to see out of the draft is uh, is it Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown's cousin. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see how he does. Okay. I, I like I like the way he played ball in Oklahoma. I think he has potential to be something really really great in the NFL if he plays. 
if he pans out like Antonio did. And yeah. I think I think he has potential too, honestly. He looked really good when he played at Oklahoma. He, he would just flat out burn people. He yeah. has amazing feet. So, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of good talent coming out though. Speaking of Brown, just some more development in him. I mean, obviously cut ties with the Steelers, Steelers 100%. Yeah. Do you have any idea where he's going? I've seen Redskins and Raiders, and if uh, the Cardinals actually draft Murray and end up sending Rosen to Redskins, do Redskins then become a top market for AB? I think they they could. I think right now the Redskins need to worry about a quarterback and a running back, though. I don't think they have a great running game. I think if you do add a quarterback and then draft a young a young running back, um, perhaps that kid out of Iowa State, then I think they become a pretty good target for Antonio Brown. Um, I don't know how viable of an option the Raiders are, though. I I don't I don't know unless the Raiders draft a quarterback because Derek Carr is not the guy. My I've opinion. just seen that. Brown has a good relationship with Carr and Gruden. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know Which that. Which I was surprised to see. But he's also he'd be like one of their youngest receivers because like Jordy Nelson's like three years older than him. Really? Yeah. Jordy Nelson is pretty old, though. Yeah. But the thing is with Gruden that I don't know about is because AB is already like 31. Mm-hmm. So is he really going to want to stay there for a rebuild? You know, is he just trying to go someplace to I think he's win tr- games? You but know? is he trying to win games? Did you see those interviews that came out from that LeBron Whatever, oh, the, the shop or whatever? The shop. No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty much – Look into that later it was, NBA talk. It was pretty much Antonio Brown talking about how he's such an unselfish player and all this other jazz. And then he was talking about how unselfish he is, but while he was doing it, he was sounding extremely selfish. He's like, I'm not I'm – not a, a, Like humble brag. He, he's just oh, like, dude, he was like humble, just... humble bragging the crap out of this thing. I don't know. I think it could potentially hurt his draft stock because he said, I don't need football. Football needs me. Not really, but he's like, I don't need football. Yeah. Like, I could do other things. That's been the big but thing. But I guess that kind of is also showing that he knows his worth. I guess. It could be, though. Yeah. Like, you could look at that and be like, he just knows what he's worth. He knows he has other business ventures. He knows he has this and this and this. Like, football isn't everything. Sure. Yeah. And I'm cool with that, but... And he was also throwing his teammates under the bus. But then again, dropping the truth is is hard sometimes. So I don't know. That's true. The thing I've been seeing with where he's going and all the ESPN articles and everything is the thing he brings also, is he going to be a distraction? Because he's had yeah. instances in, in Pittsburgh being kind of a distraction on field, off field, you know, videotapes of locker room stuff. Like, yeah. You know, he also has kind of that stuff that comes along with being a little bit of baggage. Too. Yeah, a little bit of baggage too. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the same thing with Le'Veon. I think Le'Veon's more of a distraction than he is anything. That's true. He, I think there, it's just interesting to see where he's going to end up, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Not I don't, Le'Veon, I, but Bell. I just want to see where not, not Brown. Bell, Brown. I just want to see where he's going to end up. I think Brown's more of a difference maker on the field than yeah, Le'Veon Bell definitely. is. So, I mean, yeah, it's interesting to see where he's going to go, but then again, I'm like, I just it's, get it, it over it's with. It's interesting to a point. Quit it's dragging like, okay. it out. Quit making this big ordeal. Go somewhere and let's see you're playing like backup. If you're so valuable on the field, let me see it. Yeah, because gotcha. you've been with one quarterback your whole career. Mm-hmm. who's a Hall of Fame guy, even though he's a scumbag of a human being. Scumball. He's a Hall of Fame guy. You've never really faced adversity and on the field. And that's what do you see Larry Fitzgerald's quote? Uh huh. He was talking about how he didn't really back Brown's stuff. Cause he's like, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback thrown to you. 
Yeah, look at. I was like, where else are you gonna go to have a hall? Like you're yeah, with you, a hall of fame quarterback that's thrown to you. Where else are you gonna go that has that talent? Not many you know, like, places. You, like you don't realize how good you have it. Was basically what he yeah, said. Yeah, and then you look at somebody like Larry Fitzgerald, who's had. I mean, he had Kurt Warner for a little bit. He's had Carson Palmer. He's had Josh Rosen. He's never had a. But he's been great. Huge guy. He's yeah. been great. I mean, every Kurt, single Kurt year. Kurt Warner's the best quarterback he's had to throw to him ever. Yeah. Carson Palmer was pretty good too, but he got Carson Palmer on the back half of his career. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a Cincinnati Carson Palmer. No, you know, but Kurt Warner was. Kurt Warner's still really talented. good. Yeah, Kurt Warner played great football his whole career. Yeah, but and Carson Palmer wasn't bad, but Carson Palmer's not a Ben Roethlisberger, you know. No, not at all. You know, so not he, at all. From a guy that's already made a career out of you know turning whatever he has into positive. Like, yeah, you don't realize how good you have it. Yeah, and that that just goes to show how important like Larry Fitzgerald is in the history of football, mm-hmm. dude. First of all, is an automatic catch. You throw yeah. him the ball, he's gonna catch it. Most if likely. it's in his zip code, he's getting it. Yeah, and he's he's been tested with multiple different quarterbacks. He's been tested with some really bad teams. That's what I'm saying. Really bad teams, and he's still successful. Yeah, he's greatly successful. He still finds a way. And so it just shows you how valuable he is as a as a player. Will Will Antonio Brown's skill set transfer over? Who knows? I don't. I yeah. It's a toss up. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be I'll be intrigued to see where he goes though. I don't know when the trade deadlines are for the yeah. offseason. Probably so, super late. He'll probably hold out for money like Le'Veon. Like Le'Veon's gonna hold out for as long as he can. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's that's NC that's NFL. We're gonna jump into some NCAA real quick. Some basketball. Some basketball stuff. Zion to miss fourth consecutive game tonight. Is injury worse, better, same as expected? I bet it's same as expected, but they want to keep him 100% healthy for March Madness. True. He'll, he'll probably play in the ACC tournament, and then he'll probably play March Madness. I True. Think, like, I think, like no rush on getting him back yet. No, I think it's smarter to hold him out and let him get 100% healthy I than it is to rush him back into the game and potentially hurt something more than it than it is. That's true. I think it's one of those things that gets smart for not only the Blue Devils, for ACC but tournament, smart for, for him. But smart for him too, for his draft stock, for everything. If I can go into the draft 100 percent healthy, yeah, you know, instead of trying to come back and play against you know Wake Forest or whatever. Yeah, it just makes total sense to take it easy, get him back to 100 percent, let him let him feel good, and then success is going to come with that. You're going to play in the tournament. You're going to play in the right in March Madness, and I think that'll benefit the team more. Yeah, they might lose a couple games. Right. But, but does, be, does your seating yeah. does your seating really matter in March Madness? When you're the Duke Blue Devils, does it really matter? No, if you're anybody, that's true. Yeah, no, anybody. March yeah. Madness is so insane it's that madness. you literally don't know who's going to win a game. That's why nobody's ever made a perfect bracket. Ever, you can't do There's it. There's billions of dollars on it. And no one. Can I don't win think it. anybody can do it. Ever. I don't. Th- I think that's one of the most unrealistic things. You you have a better chance to win the lottery than you do of yeah completing a bracket. There's so many possibilities of what yeah. can happen. I just I just think it's smart for him to hold out. Get healthy. Yeah. I think he will play again this season. I think I think he's the kind of guy that wants to play again this season. That's true. Like I don't think he's going to do the whole sit out thing. But I think as a fan's perspective, when they list him as day to day, we list anybody as day to day. You're like, okay, it's today. trust us. Is, we, we know it's about day it. to day. Is today the day? We know about day to day. Right. We're Chiefs fans. Eric That's Berry was day to day for an entire football season. And didn't play. Played ten snaps. Well, at the end of the season, but yeah. like you had to go the whole time. But it's like that one day to day thing. You're like, could it be now? But it's like. Just let him let him sit, let him get good. How does that affect Duke without you? Do you, I guess it doesn't matter going into March Madness, but they haven't looked the same with him out because he is the leader in rebounds, blocks, and steals, and second in the team in scoring. I mean, it hurts him performance-wise. They're not the same team without him. But then again, 
like I said, it, I don't think it really matters until the ACC tournament and until March Madness. I yeah. mean, he's put a lot into the team. He's got them a lot of wins. They're still top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're in that top 25 range when March Madness comes, I think you're fine. I mean, yeah. you're going to make the tournament. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal is to make the tournament and then go deep in the tournament. Yeah, I think that's, for me, that's the biggest change I've seen, not necessarily offensively, but defensively, because he yeah. brings in that paint presence, not only for blocks, but just, like we saw... Sheer size and intimidation. Exactly, what we saw against UNC. I mean, May was able to go off cause Z- when he first went out, because Zion was his matchup. Oh, I don't have Zion guarding me? Yeah, I can cool. go off now. I got a little bit of confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think just having that paint presence and that... That defensive anchor is even more important than his scoring ability. Most definitely. Dunks and athleticism, whatever. Most definitely. Um, quick top 10 update. Uh, Zaga and Virginia are the only two that stayed consistent. Zaga won, Virginia two. Everything else was a shakeup. Uh, North Carolina is up two spots to the three. Duke fell one to the four. Tennessee is up two back in the top five. Kentucky fell two. They're now six. Michigan up two to seven. Texas Tech with the big jump up three to eight. Michigan State fell three to nine, and LSU breaking top ten now, with three spots jumped. Hmm. I haven't watched enough college basketball in the last couple of weeks. Still, like. it's a big jump. Texas Tech's been playing really well. Yeah, I saw Texas Tech's been playing well. A lot of Big Twelve teams are playing well this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always dominated by those three conferences: Big, Big Twelve. Excuse me, I had a burp. Big Twelve, ACC, and uh, SEC. I'd big, big Ten, big, big Ten, Big Ten basketball come tournament time is is like the best big, basketball. I feel like Big Ten basketball hasn't been insane this year though. That's true. Maybe not who, this. Who maybe the, not who, this who year. Who in the top twenty or top, Michigan State? It's the only one. Yeah. Where's everybody else from? Uh, Zach is in some weird thing. Zach is in like the Mountain West or something like that. Yeah, they don't play anybody. ACC is the most, and then they have like SEC in Tennessee, SEC for Tennessee and Kentucky. And then and LSU and LSU and then Big Twelve for Texas Tech. Texas Tech's the only top ten school in the. Really? Yeah, because Kansas sucks. Kansas is awful. And after that, it's like Kansas K- State. K State's not bad though. But they're not top ten. No, they're not. They're top, top twenty. They're top, they're top twenty five. Top twenty five, but they're not top ten. Kansas is top twenty five, but they're not. Top Kansas 10. looks so bad this year. I mean, it's just ACC. That's basketball. ACC is basketball. It SEC is. is good basketball. It SEC is. is a little bit of everything. SEC is. It has the most talent spread over the most. Over the most sports. Because yeah. you look at SEC softball, super good. Yeah. SEC baseball is really good. Definitely. Big 12 baseball is also really good. But big, SEC, big, but SEC big 12 is softball is good, too. SEC volleyball is insane. So Big, big 12 is pretty well-rounded, too. Really, everything's kind of well-rounded. I mean, Pac-12 is really good, usually, and... Their football teams are usually pretty good. Yeah, they're competitive. Sometimes, some basketball years, they're competitive. Yeah, some basketball years, because you have UCLA and Stanford in there. And sometimes if Bowl they're Bowl good. was healthy, Oregon would be up there, too. Yeah. I look at Oregon as a as a football school, though. Actually, I look at them as a track school. I look at it as a track school. Because their track team's ridiculous. First and foremost. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Their track team's insane. Basically invented track, dude. I mean, pretty much. You, Come on. Phil Knight went to school. Actually, he went to Oregon State. But we'll put the Nike campus right next to. Yeah, put it in Eugene. Eugene. Come on, come on. You dude. should read that book sometime. Shoe Dog. Oh. Full Night's book. I have it. Okay. I've read it twice. It's yeah, really good. I read it. My dad lived down the street from Phil Knight. Really? Yeah, they like babies. Like their family like babysat their kids. So he like knows them. Yeah, he knows them. He like knew them like before, like way in the day. 
they didn't know like they didn't know who he was. Like he can walk up to film night and they're like, Ayo, remember? We used, to, we used to babysit. Yeah. Like, who are you? You're drinking money? He could remember though. You never know. You never know. That's kinda cool though. Yeah, it was crazy. My an, a crazy story that branches off that my grandpa used to live down the street from Harry S. Truman. Really? He used to walk by his house every day on the way to school. That's even more crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. In independence. Wow. Yeah. He said sometimes he just walked to school and like he'd be out there. Hey present. What's up? <laughs> hey Harry S. <laughs> yeah. Said it was super intimidating. Yeah, it would be. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The guy that signed to drop the bombs. Yep, shout out Grandpa. <laughs> shout out Grandpa. Nice whistle, though. Now on the NBA action. This is the biggest one besides the last. The yeah, this finisher. is going to get, um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. NBA first thing, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, we said last week, was selling some rings other memorabilia, that raised nearly $3 million. Is it for charity? All for charity. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Cause he's, and the same thing we were talking about with ABB and I'm, you know, footballs and everything. Kareem was like, these are just things. Like, I won these things, like I did these things, but it's like, I don't need all this stuff. And it can help. It can help people, someone yeah. Someone else. So, it's a good thing. Props to him. Yeah. He's a good guy. He gave away rings, jerseys, I'm sure. He, shoes. he like, kept one ring, but he gave away like three or four rings. Yeah, shoes, jerseys, stuff. All sorts of stuff, but... Almost $3 million. It's a lot of money from sports memorabilia. Sports memorabilia. That's a, such a hard word. Sports memorabilia is expensive. Like, so expensive. Isn't that what OJ killed for? Was it? No, it wasn't, bro. No, after he got out, he stole it. Yeah. 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 Um, but people, like, sink insane amount of money into sports memorabilia. It's kind of It's kind of ridiculous, honestly. It's pretty crazy, but also, like... Stuff that's, like, random, like, oh, he wore this for six minutes in a warm-up on yeah, this date. Yeah, cool. Like, All right. <laughs> he has the shoelace from his left shoe. Oh, he, 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 didn't, dropped- he didn't drop 80 in those? I don't care. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of that stuff could end up, should end up in, like, a museum. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, throw it in the NBA Hall of Fame. Throw it in – where is the NBA Hall of Fame at? I am not sure. Is I there know, like, a- Canton, Ohio is for football. NFL. I want to go there. And uh, what's the one – I'm blanking right now on MLBs. Oh my gosh, something town. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, something town. I'm. Um, um, it's in New York. I know that. It's in New York. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna think of it right before. Cooperstown. Cooperstown. Gosh, why couldn't I remember that? It was literally like I was like, wait, I know this. It's in New York though, yeah, it's right? Yes, New York. Look up where the NBA one is. Because I have no idea where it's at. I literally don't even know if it's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing, but I don't know where it's at. Springfield, Massachusetts. Why is it there? <laughs> no Dude, idea. do you realize how far away that is from everything? The Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Huh, weird. Why is it there and not in Kansas? Cool. <laughs> Basketball is invented in Kansas. Because <laughs> Kansas. Actually, was it invented in Kansas or was it invented up there? No, I think it's been in Kansas. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> okay, after Kareem, still on the Lakers, though, is LeBron's first year in L.A. a disaster? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty clear. Um, They're awful. The Lakers suck. <laughs> Shout out Stephen A. <laughs> this is the is this the waste of his last year of his prime. Because, like, how many more years do you honestly have of prime LeBron? Not many. Dude, he threw the ball on an inbounds off the back of the backboard. 
Dude, come on, pay attention. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in a in a basketball game, in a professional basketball game in my life. That's worse than getting crossed up. Because getting crossed up, at least we were trying to play defense, you know? Yeah. Which LeBron doesn't. Not anymore. He threw the ball. They got annihilated by the Suns. And then last night, there was an instance where Kuzma was trying to make it over to his guy, and LeBron was literally standing at the top of the key, wasn't moving. And Kuzma threw him over towards the towards the guy that had the ball. And the guy missed the shot. LeBron threw his arm in the air or whatever. But, dude, it's almost embarrassing to look at LeBron James playing basketball right now. And do you think it goes into he's being more focused right now on being a social media guy, being the host of the shop, being in – Space Jam 2, having movies, doing... I think it's very hypocritical, and it's not a good look for him after that quote of... You guys aren't focused. Mode. Yeah, you guys aren't focused enough. You guys don't have your minds right if you're on other things. When he has a thousand other things that he's doing And he's LA. dancing on Instagram every day. Like, so, dude, you guys are losing. I don't know. Here's a couple stats I pulled up. The injury should have been taken more seriously than it was. It's the longest injury he's ever had in his career. Out for five weeks. Right after Christmas. Yeah. When, they, when he left... They were fourth in the West. As soon as he left, they went six and eleven without him. Yeah. Like I think that injury is a lot more. And just right now, they've lost nine of the last twelve. Like they're obviously not playing good basketball. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is that injury and that time away should have been taken more seriously than it was. One hundred percent. And the impact because it's kind of like writing it off. Like oh, and and then to see LeBron post injury, it's like well, he still might not be one hundred percent LeBron anyways. Mm-hmm. You know. So that has to be taken more seriously. The defense, though, I think is the biggest thing. More oh than offense, the gosh. defense. Cause He's playing the worst defense that I've ever seen in my life. Just And the thing, him. Well, I can't even call is, it defense. Him especially. And it's just most glaring because he's the biggest name. you know, Because you can pinpoint him not doing something on defense. Those, yeah. The videos are all over of him just not closing out. but Standing there. Yeah. But as a team, they're not playing good defense. There's no effort no. on their defense. From no. 538, you know 538? Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying when they close out. When they actually put effort and close out on jump shots, they've let like top ten of like lowest points. They've point nine four points per yeah. possession. Like if they just have effort on defense, they're not bad. Yeah, they're a good basketball. They're team. not bad because their defense early on when LeBron was out, even post LeBron or post coming back from injury, their defense was what held them in games. You know, I just think LeBron's comments about the team are what's making them not want to play with him, and. I know LeBron's been toxic for years when it comes to uh, leading a basketball team. It's no secret. But it's one. Of, it's a goat problem. It's a goat problem. It really is because when you're the best, it's but hard. Did, to, but is, I, I will think say though, it's good, did, it's good did, when it's bad. Did it's Jordan bad. have that problem in Chicago though? He didn't. Yes, not. People wanted to play basketball, but then again, he wasn't trying to trade away his whole team for for a player for a star. Um. I just, I just think, feel like it's a lot of guys have lost interest in wanting to play ball with him. Yeah. And if you look, none of them talk to each other on social media anymore. They, Beginning yeah, of the season, they, they used to, to like they, they used, used to, to actually get along and talk and do these things. Do you know what the team's really missing? Lonzo Ball. Yeah. They, they need an no, actual point guard. It can't be stated enough, and I will say it because I reading on five thirty eight and stuff. What Lonzo brings is better defense. He plays good defense. He does. Lonzo he, is a good basketball player. He is. He plays good defense, and compared to Rondo, who played like the 64th rank, like he's the complete opposite of ball when yeah. it, in that regard. Yeah. It's like what you don't need Rondo taking shots that he's going to miss, you know? Yeah. And the thing with that is 
going on my next point, is it really all LeBron's fault or is it the front office with Magic and uh, Palinka? Both. Because the roster changes, the roster additions haven't don't made, make sense. Haven't no. made sense from the jump. Why are you bringing in Rondo Tyson and, and Tyson Chandler and Lance Stevenson? They're trading like, away some some good guys. They're like Zubak. Zubak. It's like he was going to be. He was panning out. Yes. He was playing good yes. basketball. It's just the roster moves haven't made sense from the beginning, and now you're seeing why they didn't make sense because they've never been compatible with LeBron's game. Dude, I don't. Yeah, LeBron going to L.A. has just been a disaster. I almost would have liked him to go anywhere else. That's my next question. Should LeBron have gone somewhere else, and where were you gone? The Knicks? I don't know. He wanted a big market team. He did want a big market, but I'm like... The Clippers? I don't know. I I was thinking about that today. I was like, what if he would have gone to the Clippers? That would have been crazy. The Clippers are good. They have way more talent than L.A. did going in. You know, He had to go in and make some changes, go in and, you know... Change yeah. the culture, whatever. But if you went in, you walked into. I just Clippers. I like that young core that the Lakers have, though. Yeah. I think they're going to end up panning out because they play together. I just think it's not working because they don't like playing with LeBron James. And that's why I'm saying is when it's good, it's great. When it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's any yeah. middle with LeBron. Like you're either soaring high and you're playing great and you go in the finals, or it's bad and it's that's it. Yeah, I just I. I just hate I hate seeing it. But especially because being a Laker fan yourself, yeah. the longest postseason drought you know in Lakers history. Yeah, they just and you're like, when's it gonna change? Because you guys have talent, yeah. you have the money, you have the markets. Like, yeah, I like the young guys. I yeah. I really like the young guys. I really think Kuzma is gonna be a superstar. Mm-hmm. He plays phenomenal basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brandon Ingram has been playing well. He's been playing the best basketball of his life. He's been playing really good basketball. His life. Lonzo plays well when he's in. Yeah, he he might not shoot the ball extremely well. But you don't need a point guard to be your no, high score either. No, he's know? he's has great court vision. That's the thing with Lonzo, and he's great at driving. He's really good at driving the basketball. That's the thing that I do like the most about Lonzo is that yes, he has one fault with the shooting. He's not a consistent shooter. He's not a very good shooter. He has a broke form. Doesn't matter. He's a point guard. If he can assist, which he can, he great court vision. He can slash. He can facilitate. But he can play defense. Yeah, he plays he good can defense. Play defense. And I just think those guys get along. And they yeah, like playing that, yeah, ball that, together. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it doesn't take being the most athletic team, but it takes liking each other and playing well together and like knowing each other's strengths because and weaknesses. Because I think that liking each other sparks the effort. It sparks 100%. the. I want to try for you because we have that relationship. But when guys aren't talking, they don't care. They lose interest. Then they lose effort. Mm-hmm. Then that comes with those defensive 100%, breakdowns all the time. 100%. And that's why you look at like, you look at a team like OKC. I mean, besides George and Russ, you don't have a ton of extremely talented basketball players. Yeah. No, you got a lot of blue collar guys. You have guys. Got a, a lot of guys that just put the work in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you look at those guys like playing together. Mm-hmm. They have a good group of guys that like playing basketball together. And that helps tremendously. Yeah. That's, that's how you look at Denver. That's a bunch of guys that like playing ball together. Mm-hmm. You look at Utah, just some guys that like playing ball together. Yeah, you look the, at Mil- Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah, you have Giannis. You have Giannis. That, you Middleton's know? okay. I guess. Yeah. But they're like, just a that? bunch of dudes that like like each other and they yeah. want to play ball together. That's what it boils down to. That's why the Timberwolves, Timberwolves weren't working when Jimmy Butler was there. Mm-hmm. It was a toxic environment. Now that you split it, split them up, he's with guys he wants to play with, and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Yeah, he got, he and they're playing his, good ball. Yeah, he found. You're his looking group. at the Timberwolves, and they're playing pretty good ball. Derrick Rose has found a spot on the team. Yes, Wiggins has stepped up. Yep, they're playing good basketball. I think that's an overlooked part of the game 
is actually enjoying the guys you're playing with. Nobody ever takes that into account. I think they just they for, with the star power we have now in the NBA. I think people forget that it still is a team game. As oh, much yeah. as you want it to be just this star and he has to go off, but there's still four other guys on the court with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron is, might be the greatest player of all time. But if everyone else doesn't like you, you know, if everyone else doesn't mesh, you're not going to win games. Yeah, you and know? that's that's 100% the case right now in L.A. Everybody is, since the, the trade rumors, everybody's pretty just not, I they think, don't want to yeah, play ball. I think you can boil it down straight to that. As soon as it came out, whoever's fault it was, whenever that came out that it was like, we'll trade anybody on our team except for LeBron for AD, I think everyone's just like, screw that. Like, Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, that ruined the teammate chemistry. Tank and get Zion. They might as well. They might as well, dude. You might as well. Yeah, for, for real, you might as well. Or even R.J. Barrett. Yeah, there's. I mean, top five, you're gonna get someone good. Yeah. Um, Tank. I would as honestly, I think Knicks might have been a better, better spot. For LeBron. For LeBron. I don't know if LeBron could handle the fans. I really don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he could handle when he's down. He could definitely handle when he's up, but I don't. I don't like think he could down, handle him. That's true. Um, I really don't. I just, I just think that it would have been more interesting because Knicks have a lot of money, so they could have got LeBron, and then they could bring a star with Kyrie or KD. Like they have the well, they, Kyrie and KD are definitely going there next year. Kyrie's one hundred percent going there next year. Knicks, he is fed up. And KD, okay, great, great transition into Boston. What's up with Boston? They don't have Kyrie any identity. Kyrie is fed up, dude. Hayward is the, the not the same. Well, yeah, I don't think Hayward was phenomenal to begin with. I think he was. Okay. Okay, here's my thing on Hayward. Here's my thing on Hayward. I, think I mean, he's better than Dame, but it's whatever. <laughs> you shut your <laughs> goddamn mouth. Okay, go ahead. Um, he had an all-star, all-star year in, like, 2014. Yeah. I think he was, had been on the rise. He was, you know, 20, 21 points a game, like, six assists, or six rebounds, four assists or something. Like, he was playing really yeah. good basketball. Came into Boston on that precedent that he was going to play like that. But then as soon as that ankle injury happened, I think you got to reset to ground zero. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's. He's kind of finding his footing a little bit. He's finding a little bit, but I think Boston handled it wrong, bringing him back in after injury. I think they handled the whole thing with him and the team wrong because he's just like now it's like he's still learning the players. He's been there a year, you know. Yeah, it's like because when he got that injury, he's like, okay, now I just got into a new team. Got he got a, it the first game. And the first game, and now okay, reset. I'm recovering alone. Like you guys are g- gaming and traveling. Yeah, and I'm just out here rehabbing alone. Yeah. No teammates. Like. So I think there's a separation there between Gordon and the team. Yeah. Um, a great thing that I did see, speaking on like Paul George, if you remember, Paul George had that nasty leg injury, Team USA basketball. Oh, I forgot about that. Where his tibia like, came out of his leg. Yeah. Yeah, and he he had been a great support to Hayward. Yeah. It's actually kind of like, yo, like just take it easy. Like, yeah. And he told him, it took me two years before I even felt like I could play freely. Yeah, now he's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. So I think you got to shorten – like. You had to widen your mindset on on Hayward and realize this guy's still recovering from an injury. Even if he's physically ready, yeah, the mental the part mental of side like way playing crazier. and trusting my ankle again when it snapped in half, like it's just been like yeah. a year. So I I think you got to give him a lot of time. Like, just give him his own time. Yeah, let him work in, and I think it's going to work in in a different way. Like don't look at his stat line. Yeah, for sure. Look at how he impacts look- the game play to play. Look at how okay he made a great. Uh, this was one thing that Boston like. Uh, Advanced analytics, or whatever. He's great on the hockey assist, like the pass to assist. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't get the assist, but he passed to get to the assist. Yeah. So like, you get, look at just how he impacts the game, not his actual stat line. Yeah, I yeah. think that's going to be Hayward going forward with Boston. He's got a, a solid A minus 
teammate grade. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think Ky- Kyrie's fed up with the team. Kyrie's ready to be gone. Which is crazy because Kyrie's kind of the – I mean, he's the center of the team. Everything's built around Kyrie. Oh, yeah, because he's incredible. You no, know, he's incredible, but it's like – if that center's out, then that's where that's where we feel like what's happening with Boston because they have no identity. They've been playing better without him. They have been, which is cause they have been. I think it's the same situation as L.A. They can tell he's fed up. And I he think, doesn't want to be there. Yeah, and so they're all like, "Oh, on your end, we're not going to play ball then." Right. I think it's the same situation. Yeah, Tatum, Brown, Horford. They're just like, "Okay, then we're just ball without you." Yeah, I think next year though, Kyrie's going to end up in in New York. I think they have two max slots available. I think KD is going to end up in New York. Yo, KD and Kyrie. And I think together? the Knicks are going to be back to back to basketball. Back to being Knicks, and I think it's going to be awesome. That'd be nice. I like I like New York basketball. New I York think New York basketball is, is awesome. It's tough. I loved the Knicks whenever Carmelo was there. I was a huge Carmelo guy too. Yeah. I used to have a Carmelo jersey, a Denver Carmelo jersey. The best Carmelo. I mean, yeah. That's but you, that's object. That's an objective statement. Everybody knows. I mean, he's still really talented in Knicks, but the first the first few years, yeah, he was but in New but York. he was the best in Denver. But oh yeah, he was insane. But Knicks basketball has been in ins- on an insane drought. Like seeing Kyrie and KD go there would be amazing. I think it'd be awesome. It'd be amazing. I like New York. I think New York well, deserve. They deserve we, a good team, dude. We've talked All of their teams aren't good. We've talked Brooklyn about looks it. pretty good though. Brooklyn's been playing nice. Brooklyn's pretty good. D'Angelo Russell's coming out. Th- I mean, shout out sh- D'Angelo Russell. Shout out the the Nets just talking about people that just have ballers to Shout out Jay-Z. He owns the Nets. Oh. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Chia. Yeah, but D'Angelo Russell's coming out playing well. Then they got Joe Harris. You literally like, just did the ice in my veins when you said his name. D'Angelo you said D'Angelo Russell. Russell's playing good. Oh, that's that, funny. Dude. That's really funny. That, I wish we had that on camera because you went straight. You didn't even like think about it. You went, D'Angelo Russell's playing pretty good. That's, that's so subconscious, funny. dude. That's so funny. Ice in the veins. James Harden's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James doing fine. James Harden's only averaging like 35 points a game, dude. <laughs> he just dropped 58 again the other night and then dropped 42 the, the night after that. Throw me a bone. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, shit. But, yeah, D'Angelo Russell's playing out of his mind. Yeah. He's playing really good basketball. Best he's I like seeing the Nets have a bunch of young guys that have stepped up. Allen down low. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like his hair, but he plays well. <laughs> Is that the guy I'm thinking of, the big fro? I think so. That blocks everybody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He blocked, like, he was the guy that was, like. He blocked the, Braun. Like, the fifth guy ever. Yeah. Like, the, the Dude, and Braun. met him at the rim. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Oh, well. Joe Harris is shooting one of the best three-point percentages in the league. Yeah, you said that he was the best. No. Yeah, you did say he was the best three-point shooter in the league, and I went, no. When we were playing 2K last night, you said that. Joe Harris? Yes. Yeah, percentage-wise, he is right now. He's the best three-point shooter in the league right now. Yeah. But he's not the best three-point shooter in the league. No, but I'm saying percentage-wise, he's like the best. He's yeah, lead, but he's not. Lead, but he's not. Lead. But he's not the best three-point shooter in the league. No, I mean, but Steph. I'm saying... Steph hasn't died. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sorry, KD's I'm not sorry, dead. When did Steph die? <laughs> James Harden's not dead either. I'm just saying percentage-wise, he who's, was shooting the best. Who's got the best step back in the game? James Harden. Lucas is pretty nasty. Lucas nasty, but James Harden is dis. Like, well, because it's illegal, but. I still haven't contacted Luke about that. <laughs> no, I do. We need to get that. I've been, break I've down. been making. I've been making unfulfilled promises. <laughs> <laughs> we need follow up. We need I do. Up. I'm. I'm very sorry. I even messaged him last night to ask for a book recommendation. <laughs> Books, dude. Ask I'm him going about, on a cruise, bro. I need something to read. Dude, ask him about the double step. Back. I will. I will. 
I think no. Harden's uh, a disgusting I, I, step I, back. Dirk. <laughs> Out of here, dude. No, I think Steph's is pretty nice though. You can't deny it, dude. He gets open. Okay, and then throws the and then and then throws the ball to the ceiling and makes it. Okay, but there's Harden and there's everyone else. I guess. Yeah, Katie has a nice one. Steph has a nice one. Luca has a nice one. But they're not Harden. Yeah, that's true. Harden literally doesn't miss his his step back jumpers. Like he made that move, dude. Yeah. He made it. Redonk. Um, just last night, Suns beat the Bucks for the second time. Suns are a weird team. Yeah, they're I can't this, figure out if they're I know, I know they're garbage, but they're sometimes they're really but good. But sometimes they're good. Yeah. And they beat the best team. They beat the Bucks twice. Yeah. Maybe the Bucks just don't match up with them well though. That's true. <laughs> like every team has their kryptonite, you know. Maybe the Suns are just the Buck kryptonite. Yeah, same. My glasses dude, are like Well the headphones are hurting my ears. They're hurting my freaking face from these glasses dude yeah but they beat him for the second time crazy because i can't get yeah. gauge on him yeah i can you're blurry yeah you're blurry too <laughs> blind we boys bl- we blind <laughs> wade just the other day became the all-time leader in blocks for a guard goat that's big time Dwayne wade's incredible past jordan instant yeah. hall of famer oh Dwayne. okay Dwayne wade though should have been a hall of famer regardless of that, that. oh no regardless i'm just saying like he is it's all fame. Like he's a great guy. Yeah, I I I like Dwayne Wade a lot. Yeah. Um, stand up guy. He did cheat on his first wife, but that's whatever. Every NBA he's, player does. <laughs> yeah. Every NBA Shout out player. Tristan Thompson. Oh. oh, it's in hot water. But uh, I I really I really like Dwayne Wade. I he's really, really do. He's he plays a really good game of basketball. Probably a top three mid-range shooter of all time. Yeah. Also, one of the nastiest faders of all time. That spin fade? Oh. Yeah. Ridiculous. One of the best at driving to the lane as well. Yeah. Another great defender. Yeah, he always had lockdown D. Brought championships to his city. Yep. Um, a guy I'm really glad is getting ready to retire in his city too, though. Yeah, and that's I love that Kobe started that, you know, final run you know kind of making an event out of it like every game is my last game against this team it should you be know, that's awesome it's cool that it's, I, it's kind of weird that's never been done before yeah because i think kobe's kind of the first guy that did that farewell tour you know yeah but wade is having a great farewell tour just wade's these... having a really good year he looks yeah. like he could still play a couple years i saw dirk was like yeah i might not be done it's like no yeah, you should be you done. should be dude you're hobbling up the court yeah oh something we didn't talk about during the nfl though is jason witten coming back Okay, then that's the second thing off of that. One, good that he's off of Monday Night Football. Yeah, thank God. Good. But why? One second. Monday Night Football, hire Pat McAfee. I was going to say it, dude. Please. He would make Monday the game so much better. Do the right thing. Hire Mac. Dude, he would be so fun to listen to on Monday thing. nights. Make Monday Night Football good again. Yeah, it's true. Make it entertaining again. That's true. Get Booger off the TV. Get him off the sky chair. Please get him out of the sky chair. That was the dumbest thing you've ever done in NFL. Dude, you hated that sky chair. Oh my God, it was so ridiculous. Pointless. You talk about something that's pointless in a game, that's the most pointless thing I've ever seen. Hey, Booger, sit in the booth. Why? What do you find in down on the sky chair that you can't find from in the booth? Nothing. Dude. I'm I, hearing players chatter over here. It's kind of cold out. Back to you guys. Thanks, dude, Booger. I thought it was so funny. That chair was like... In a it, super recliner had like 
No. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, and it, was, it blocked like everyone's view he was in front of. <laughs> like he he'd be sitting there, he'd have like drinks and cup holders, like his phone charging. Like Yeah, hey <laughs> first of all, it looks trashy during yeah. the during the broadcast. <laughs> Second of all, sit in the booth. Yeah, he's out there with his like suit, overcoat, and like has like it's cold out here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Booger. <laughs> Go to the booth, please. Thank you. God I hated that thing. My night football was the worst night football. One hundred percent. Is this most stupid broadcast? The worst crew. Gus, I love Gus. His voice is great. Jason Witten was. But Jason Witten was the awful. worst broadcaster all season. Get Pat McAfee on there. I would rather listen to Joe Buck call a game. Yeah. Than Jason Witten. That's saying something. Because at least Joe Buck knows what's happening. Jason Witten was <laughs> and can, like, and duh, can, duh, duh, duh. and can form coherent sentences. The CTE kicked in a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Wait, who are we watching?" <laughs> Yeah, he, he's like, you know what? I don't think I have enough CTE. I want to <laughs> go back at it. I want it more so then I can never be a broadcaster again. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Actually, I don't wish anybody had CTE, that's but he already true. has that's, it. That's so, I mean, it's really, it's really not It's not crazy. bad to say if he already has it. Yeah. It's still bad to say. <laughs> God, it's still so bad to say. But I really hope I, – I don't know if it's even going to happen. With Pat Mac, if he's been tweeting this up, but like, it's a long shot, internet people, but, like, just tried to tweet him. So. I hope he gets it. He I did good he in the game too. he called. Yeah. He's actually fun. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, he might not say the most, like, profound things, but at least he's having fun. Yeah, he brings a funness to the game. That's Let him get hammered up there, too, because it'll be more fun. You just have to bleep the tar out of him, I'm sure. <laughs> Somebody on the bleeper, dude. <laughs> um, we already debate this last topic because... Yeah. Okay, we talked about Free Solo at the beginning. For those of you that don't know, Free Solo is the Academy Award winning <laughs> docu- <laughs> I couldn't read the, the computer screen. <laughs> Dude, I can't either, though. <laughs> okay, a Free Solo, Academy Award winning documentary feature film about Alex Honnold, <laughs> a free climber. Yeah, Free Soloist. Free climbing is free soloing. Is two different free things. soloing El Capitan. A Which th- is in Yosemite. It's a 3,000-foot face of a mountain. Sheer cliff. Like, it's straight up. There's, yeah. There's, like, zero <laughs> yeah. sloped. It's, it's literally well, a cliff. It has a negative slope, meaning it goes, like, in. So Jeez. if you fall, you just tumble down the hill. You don't just, like, fall. You, like, tumble down the rocks. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's free on Sunday. Nat Geo aired it, which was insane, insanely cool. They aired it commercial-free, full dock. On Nat Geo on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we watched it, and it was uh-huh. insane. Mm-hmm. Which brings up the question, is that the greatest athletic achievement? By a single human being. Okay, by a single human human being, which is a good clarification yeah. of all time. Yes. Because it'll never be done again. I'd, I don't think that'll ever be done again. I don't think it ever will, but like I was telling you before we started, I think it's too hard to tell right now because you're gonna have to wait like 50 years to see yeah. what happens next like right now it might be the greatest thing ever but well, it's like but well, where that's the thing it's the greatest thing for now that's, that's the true. thing that's true for, for right now when we're having this discussion what's the greatest athletic, human, achievement, athletic ever? achievement ever for one person to do and right now that is my answer in 50 years somebody might do something crazier somebody will probably do something crazier yeah and then at that time that will be okay. the new greatest feat by a human ever. Okay, here's my clarification on the because I, I I'm gonna break down these records no matter what because they're crazy. Just getting on that. My eyes are on fire. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, I think it is because <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> like I was about to say, the threat of death is so high. Yeah, you 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 mess up once and you die. Which is another reason this documentary is the best documentary I've ever seen and possibly the greatest film I've ever seen. Would you agree? Maybe not the best film I've ever seen, but it's the best documentary I've ever seen. It's crazy because they go through and, like, and show him practicing with ropes on, and, and he falls. falls a few times. And you're like, if he falls without – like, if he's falling with ropes, he, you can't fall at all when you're free soloing. I watched his TED Talk today. I have it saved on my watch later. And he literally said he felt more comfortable – Without ropes? He Well, yeah, he literally felt completely fine. He said that was, like, the most comfortable he's ever been in a climb in his life. Like the calmest, like most prepared, like. And that's not for context. Is the no one's ever free soloed this ever. Ever, like everybody was always like, "Nah, it's too scary." It's too much. It's too much. It's three thousand feet. I mean, he did it in four, in under four hours. Did it just <laughs> under four hours. He was speeding up. Dude, yeah, and then I watched some stuff about the camera crew and how they filmed it. I've seen stuff, some stuff too about that. And they were like hanging off the side of yeah. this cliff to film well, it's it. Like, Cause I you can't, you can't fly drones or helicopters in Yosemite. Really? Yeah. Well, I've seen stuff with Jimmy Chin. The, yeah. Was he the DP or was he part director? He was, the, he was one of the directors. Okay. Cause I know they had like two directors, um, with him talking about how like, okay, so he's doing this feat of cl- free solo. You, you have, have to stay say. out of his way. You have to stay out of his way. So not only do I have to find the best climbers in the world. But I also have to find the best camera crew in the world. So there's, there's like, like, so it's like there's like three people I can pick. I just watched that video today. Yeah, like there's literally like three. And then he like said at one point he wanted to get this one angle of him doing the, uh, the boulder problem. Yeah. And Alex was going so fast that their their paths yes. were gonna cross, and so he had to like he, he like looked at Alex and was like, "Can you slow down for a second? And Alex looked at his at his phone and goes, "I'm about to break four hours, so no," and just kept going. Yeah. So they had to like. He was like, he like re- okay, I'm bursting They now. had to completely readjust everything and make yeah. everything fit around how fast Alex was yeah, going. Yeah, he was he speeding was, up. He's like, I'm not stopping. Because he was going at an insane pace. Like, he was a, he was ahead of all of their, all their schedules, pace schedules. All yeah. schedules. And the other thing that's crazy about that documentary, too, is that it not only deals with the feet, but also the mental. Oh, he's insanely mentally strong. Did you yeah. see his journal logs that he was, like, keeping? Of just, like... Hand placements? Yes. Of how the I've climb went? Stuff, I can't remember what, what it was on. I've seen so many videos with him. But I was like, he memorized like a hundred thousand, like thousands of moves. For that climb. For that climb. He's like, I could read, he's like, I could tell you right now every single move I did to climb that. Yeah. Like he has like a photograph. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And what I saw was that um, preparation eliminates doubt and doubt is what controls fear. And I was like, that's so smart and so true. Yeah. Because he was extremely prepared. He was so prepared he didn't and have And so fear. he literally had no doubt that he was going to climb it. Therefore, he had no fear about it. Right. And therefore, he did it in and four didn't, hours. And didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't die. That's the yeah. thing about this whole thing is like, he did it because he didn't die. He either well, does it or he doesn't. Or yeah. He's dead, 100%. You know? And like, that's, that's, I think the stakes are what make it also the greatest athletic feat for me that I've ever, yeah. I've ever seen. So what I went through with athletic feats, and I think it also is the best because of the repeatability mm-hmm. factor. So at the time, Edmund Hillary, first person to climb Mount Everest, greatest athletic feat. But since at then, that time, yeah, 13, 13, over thirteen hundred people, yeah, have climbed Mount Everest. You know, so at the time, the best thing. Yeah, but now it's like right, Roger Bannister, first sub four minute mile, insane, insane. No one had done that before. Now. 
people are going sub. It's like this. The new one's like three thirty four or something. Yeah, that indoor mile, right? Yeah. That was insane. He just did that like two days ago. Yeah, it was very recent. He just like so, you know three thirty four. Insane. Which is people different. It's breaking. different running it indoors. Yeah, but people are still breaking that. Yeah. You same, but you same both fastest man alive. Of all time. Nine. nine well, five, in, eight, in a short meter. sprint. Yeah, short sprint. I don't know if that's dude. That's a record. Yeah. No. Is anyone going to touch that? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Athletic. That's insane. Achievements. So then I went into some other sports. Tennis. Roger Federer, twenty Grand Slams, eight Wimbledon's. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be broken at some point, though. Yeah, it's like, but for right now, that's crazy. Steffi Graf, a woman, 377 weeks as number one ranked tennis yeah, player. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like her whole career. The next closest was like 200. That's insane. Like Serena Williams had like 200. Yeah, that's absurd. Not even close. Golf. Tiger Woods. Youngest to complete a career Grand Slam, which yeah. is all four major tournaments. Yeah. And he's the only person to do it all in a row. Insane. Yeah. He has the lowest career scoring average and highest earnings in PJ history. Insane. My thing is also that plays into this is how much athleticism is in each one. Yeah. Yeah. The the games in a row or whatever, that's a lot. Yeah. The, the the amount of weeks at number one in the tennis world, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's a super athletic sport. But to me the Amount the extreme, like climbing the face yes. of the like yeah. That's in not only like it's 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 a feat that is just him versus himself, really. Well, the thing that was yeah, going off of that in the documentary, he's like, "There's nothing higher. There's no other form of perfection like higher, that. Th- higher than free soloing. You have free to soloing be perfect. Is, you are perfect or you're dead. That's it. That's the grade. You're either." When you either get an A or, or you fail, you know? There's no other sport. I mean, sport, I guess you can call it a sport. It's a sport. You know, I there's think no sport. other thing you can do like that. That's, well, if I fail, I'll, I'll get him next time. You know, yeah. I'll try again. You can't. No, this is the highest form of perfection. That's another thing that plays into it is he was perfect. I mean, he had a perfect climb. Perfect climb. I don't know how you can go against perfection like that. Yeah. Well, and not only I that, think it's just, it's just but think about how much strength are in his fingertips. The holds that he had to hands, do. his hands and knowing Every single I think the most nervous I was mountain. was like was pitch six with where the one where he slipped off first and broke his ankle or whatever, because those ones was literally a slick surface mm-hmm. with like centimeter holds for his toes. Yeah, he's holding onto a a hold that's thinner than a pencil. What you know with his toes and his fingertips? That's insane. And then Boulder problem where he had to karate kick out. I think that's. It's also he knows his body more than probably any of those other people do. Like yeah, he knows, so like his body's so connected. Like he knows everything. Like you his have spatial to know, awareness. He has to know how to move it. Has to know how to fit it into these. It's just so much tech, so much technicality. And I'm not taking away from any of the other stuff because I could never do any of it. Yeah. But to me, just that feat is. I don't know if I'll ever see anything in my lifetime that like compares to that. I'm what me and my, when me and my dad were watching, it felt. Like we were witnessing history. Yeah. It well, you were. Like we were watching. Did you watch that uh, Red Bull jump where that guy jumped out of the stratosphere? Mm-hmm. It felt like that. And even though I guess that some people are like, well, I was ten feet higher than you, but really, who's going to go higher than space? You mm-hmm. know, he jumped from like space. <laughs> he was literally in space. Literally in space and just jumped out of a 
you know, weather balloon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like that is on the same level to me as this as this climb. Yeah, but I don't know how athletic that is. Uh, that's true. You're okay. jumping. It's just extreme. You're. It's just yeah. Extreme, that's you know? ex- about as extreme as you're gonna get, dude. Yeah. You literally jumped off out of space. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a space suit, dude. Jumped, you jumped out. out of space. God. Yeah. Yeah, but this document, <laughs> this documentary, didn't like, he catch on fire while for he was, a little bit? Yeah. Bro, <laughs> they had like monitor his tumbling. You jumped because if he tumbled like a certain way or something, it'd be like deadly. He would die. Yeah. Which I mean, it's a lot of mental and physical stress on the body, so it, it is athletic, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, training for it and preparing. But like, for it here's what, here's what you did. <laughs> you <laughs> fell out of the weather balloon. <laughs> Could you? No, <laughs> I couldn't because I'm terrified of heights yeah I'd, I'd die of a heart attack before i reach the ground yeah i'd go <gasps> dead and they'd be like well he's gone <laughs> we gotta somebody catch him <laughs> good thing red bull gives you wings dude because he's just gonna fly off to heaven <laughs> i would never i would hit the ground in like france <laughs> the, con- the, con- the, course, the continental drift would catch me and i just <laughs> and i'd land i'd land in the dirt right in front of the eiffel tower <laughs> I'd go. <laughs> this, this kid, this kid. <laughs> you got any baguettes? I need a croissant ASAP, bro. <laughs> They'd be like, where'd you come from? Space. <laughs> where'd you come from? Space. <laughs> On what? A giant balloon? <laughs> They'd go, no, you didn't. No, I'd you go, didn't. yeah, I did. That's why I, I that's why I land on my face and drug half a mile across this place. Oh wait, half a kilometer. Because <laughs> you're in France. Because I'm in France, dude, in front of the Eiffel Tower, on my face. Oh my god. Eating French bread. Can I can I get some wine with this? <laughs> I need it right now. It's just my ghost talking to him. It's not even, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. You're dead. And your ghost. Like, it's my ghost. No one's talking. You're like, what's up? <laughs> So nobody's gonna give me that bread, huh? I'm gonna have to go get it myself. <laughs> That's weird. I just fell from space. Then you look over and you're like, oh, oh, okay. uh, that makes sense. I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my might as well hit God. up Spain while I'm here. <laughs> while, while you're dead. Yeah, I can go anywhere, bro. <laughs> okay, getting back on. Free solo is hard to wrap my head around. <laughs> That was such a rough transition, but yeah. Well, I was gonna—I want to get into these other records, but I just—I still yeah. can't even fathom. Yeah, my hands were like water faucets when I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, I was so nervous. It's clammy. And it's crazy because the first shot is that he gets to the top. I almost pee pee poo pooed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I farted. <laughs> dude, a couple times, a couple times I was going to dude. Whenever it would show those camera angles from the top, where you could just see the ground, I was like, no. Nope. I know where you can see straight down. Yeah, and you know, whenever he's like doing footholds, he's seeing it. Yeah, like it's not like he's not looking down. I would go, I would go, oh, <laughs> and I'd fall straight back. He's like, okay, that's yeah. it. No, that's insane. Insane movie. Go into the sports ones though, the the team ones. Okay, the team ones. I got hockey, MLB, NFL, NBA, the big ones. Yep. Hockey, the miracle. Yeah, it's crazy. 18-year-olds beating it, the Russians. I don't think it's as crazy as the next one, though. The next one, Wayne Gretzky, 200-point season. Did it four times. Yeah, that's never going to be touched. And there's no one that's I don't know done if, it. I, I, Mario Lemieux missed it by one. I don't... And it, he's the next closest. It's going to be hard to touch it. Yeah. 
four. But he, the thing is, not doing it once is crazy. He did it four times. Yeah, four times. That's an absurd amount. So that's, that's pretty much untouchable. Like eight hundred goals. <laughs> you flex on me doing math, dude. Yeah. Get ready for the GEA. It's on Friday. I'm saying I'm gonna be dead. I'm nervous. MLB. Cal Ripken's games played. Can say two thousand six hundred thirty-two. That just takes being healthy. Oh, he was so unhealthy doing that though. Why? You need time off. He like he has come out now and said like I'd never do that again. Really? Yeah, like it destroyed his body. See, I was thinking it's just baseball. It's more than just baseball. It's not even America's game anymore. Oh, it's not, bro. It's America's pastime, dude. I guess. What, what's America's game then? Football. It's not America's pastime, though. Yeah, because a pastime is like you go outside and play catch for like 10 minutes, and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty tired now. Let's, <laughs> go, let's go to bed. That's it. I'm pretty bored. He played third base and shortstop, though. Yeah. Most athletic position on the field. 2,632 games. Most athletic position on the field. 2,632 games. Most athletic position on the field, though. What is Center field. You're running. You're not God. reacting to a 115-mile-per-hour P that's getting slammed at you from home plate Takes 60 feet away. Takes athleticism. To play shortstop. To play the outfield. Because you got to look into the sun, first of all. You have to have athletic eyes. You got to train those eyes, dude. You got to do this. <laughs> they hit it to you. You got to run as fast as you can to go get it. And then you have to have a cannon to throw it back into the Back into the infield. Third baseman have cannon too, though. Yeah, not center field wall to the uh, to home plate, dude. Okay, dudes on third base are wheeling it from one knee outside the foul okay, line. How often are they doing that, James? Whenever it <laughs> happens, dude. It's like once every seventy-eight games, because <laughs> that's about as many times as a ball's hit to him. False. Because it's boring. False. Well, speaking of hits, we got two hit records that are insane. Joe DiMaggio, 56-game hit streak. Yep, that's insane. No one's going to touch it. No. No one's going to touch it. The next closest was Pete Rose at 44. Well, they, the balls are juiced now, so they might touch it. Anyways. Still not going to touch it. Might. The next one is definitely not going to touch. Barry Bonds' home run record, well, 762. Well, he was on steroids. The next closest <laughs> is Hank Aaron, who has like 750. Which was... Way back in the day. And 100% natural. Yeah. <laughs> but Barry Bonds is his... 762. All <laughs> All juice, boy. <laughs> but that's that record's... In, no one's coming close. Yeah, because it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, even if you went off that, even went off Hank Aaron, still not going to get touched. How many guys do you think are juiced in the MLB right now? Like, percentage-wise? Yeah. i say probably close to, like, 50%. I bet a lot of them are. I think it's a lot more than people think. Like, I think people really want to be like, Bryce no, Harper, no, no. Juiced. I don't know about it. But Mike, what about Mike Trout? I don't think so. I, if he is... Mike Trout seems like too, too much of a nice that's guy. That's what I'm saying. It ruined what I think of him. Well, yeah. So I'm just like, ah, oh, not him. Sammy Sosa was my favorite player. And then he came juiced. out that he juiced, and I was like, awesome. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Jose Canseco? Gosh. <laughs> Mark McGuire, dude. Mark McGuire could launch it. Dude, he could he hit could the ball. In, he could hit the ball into the outer space to to reach the Red Bull guy. Dude, he could bunt it and it just fly <laughs> out of the stadium, dude. He just bunted a home run. <laughs> wow. He could launch it. NFL, 
Jerry Rice, 208 career touchdowns? Yeah, it's a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Like, the next closer, like, Emmett Smith. Oh. Oh. Did I just do something? <laughs> what did you do? Oh, it just, it just, okay, we're good. Oh, we're good. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. I've thought we've broken this thing, like, all these things are on that don't even be on. I just noticed it. Anyways. 208 career touchdowns. Who's that? Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. What's the next close to that? Like 160 something with Emmett Smith. Oh my gosh! I'll put up right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's an insane feat. It's like it's untouchable. I don't even though the game is getting like faster and higher scoring, that's still not going to get touched. No, there's too many guys that are good. Um, closest are retired running back Emmett Smith with 175. And LaDainian and Tomlinson with 162. LT scored a lot of touchdowns. A lot more than I thought. He was really good. Kind of forget about it. I have a rookie card. Oh. Yeah. Sell it. No. Brett Favre also started like 297 games. In a second. row. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's 1,000% CTE. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think I'd have all that gold bond, dude. Or the gold <laughs> Cooper brand It's wraps. the copper. The copper Copper wraps. gold. Yeah. And the Wrangler pants. With the U-shaped pockets. They're not V-shaped pockets. <laughs> U-shaped. I know all about it. You got Wranglers? No. <laughs> You're not a big Wrangler guy? Am I a farmer? <laughs> I don't know. You like blue jeans? I'm wearing black jeans, James. Come on. Not now. Uh, NBA, Celtics, eight consecutive championships. Never going to be broken. Could be. By who? Gold State. They're not winning eight consecutive. You don't know that. I do, because they they're not. They can do it. <laughs> They can't. They could. When that happens, I'll do something. They're not going to do it. They could, though. Will Chamberlain, 100 points in a game? <laughs> Nobody will <laughs> do that. Ever. The well, closest it's, it's was Kobe with 81. Which 81's absurd as well. Yeah. But 100 points will never be touched. Ever. Because he was literally like 7-2. Yeah, playing against 5-6 people. Yeah, everybody else was five, under 6 foot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder he scored 100 points. Yeah, hey, Will, you want the ball every every possession? Yeah, okay, cool. Just, just throw it up where they can't touch it? Cool, got it? Yeah. Dip, 100 points. Oh, Skyhook? Okay. <laughs> got that? Yeah. Never. Never going to be touched, ever. Never. Ever. Kobe was 19 points short. Which is still absurd. Which That's, 19 points is 80 still. 80 points is, 81 points is insane. Yeah. But now you look and you look at, like, Harden's dropping, like, 40-something every night. Yeah. Which, if you dropped 40... Back in the day, it was like, oh, my God, he's dropping 40. That's true. Now it's like, psh, 40. What are we talking about points? 40 is easy. 40? That's it? 40 blocks is a challenge. 40, <laughs> 40, 40 blocks. If I ever saw 40 blocks <laughs> if I ever saw forty blocks in a game, I would lose my mind. If I ever saw 15, 20 blocks in a game, I would lose my mind. If I ever saw 10 blocks in one by one person in the game. AD had triple-double blocks last year. Oh, he did? Yeah, it's crazy. That's absurd. I only know that from 2K. God. <laughs> They'd be telling me the okay, stats, James. Boy. Another, the final one for NBA that's never, ever getting touched. John Stockton. No, it's not, dude. That's never getting touched 15, ever. 15,806 assists. That will never get broken. The next closest is like 12,000. Never going to get broken. 3,000 assists short. That's, that's set in stone. That's not getting touched. Ever. I don't think it'll ever get touched. Never. Nope. Never get changed. Nope. 
Boxing, you look at Floyd Mayweather going undefeated. Uh, what about this one for boxing? Julio Cesar Chavez was a Mexican boxer in the 90s. 87-match win streak. Ah! 87? Might not be undefeated. It ended in like the 93 or 95 or something. Yeah, that's a lot but of 87? fights. But 87? That's a 50? lot of fights. Six-time champ in three different weight divisions? Yeah, but did did he lose fights, though? The last one ended in a draw. The only one that was... That's what ended the streak. Yeah, but had he lost fights professionally? Probably. Yeah, so he didn't go undefeated as a professional boxer. I guess, boxer. but Mayweather fights chumps. He fights people that he knows he can beat. That's the point. That's literally the point I of fighting. That's true. He just hasn't had a challenge. Now look at Ali. Well, cause, well, cause, but uh, Ali's fighting Joe Fraser and George Foreman. He's fighting real people. I Tyson mean, fought real people. So did Mayweather. Pacquiao. He fought Pacquiao when Pacquiao was already a politician and, like, retired. Same with Mayweather was old, too. I guess. Mayweather Mayweather is the most technically skilled fighter of all time. I know, but it's boring. He wins fights. Makes him money. Wins fights. And makes him money. And all he cares about is winning fights and making money. That's all he cares about. He literally changes a million to money. Yep. Because now he owns strip clubs. (laughs) Money Mayweather. He really does. How many does he have? Like three. Or like Atlanta or something? Vegas. Vegas, whatever. <laughs> whatever. He, that's all his Instagram is, as him promoting it. Really? Yeah, follow him. <laughs> well, that's all Tyson promotes is his new weed company. Well, because Mike Tyson's been through it. Yeah. Shout out Mike Tyson for actually, like, not being dead. <laughs> you know? Because. That's true. That dude's done some drugs. You saw that thing on, uh, you saw on Joe? My Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> Yeah, I started a new weed company. That's a good Tyson, though. Thank you. That's a good Tyson. <laughs> you just got to sound like you've been hit in the face repeatedly for like seven hours straight. CTE. Oh, the best case of CTE. <laughs> best case. He's the CTE poster child. <laughs> Can you imagine a poster of CTE promoting it's, it's Mike, Mike Tyson? It's Mike Tyson like this. I saw a video of him shadow boxing in a coffee co- in a coffee shop the other day. <laughs> Dude, he's still got insane speed and power. <laughs> yeah. Dude. You couldn't pay me enough money hey, to take if, a right if, hook from Tyson. If he uppercutted me, I would be up with a Red Bull guy in space. He'd <laughs> <laughs> go, what? what? And I'd go, yeah. And then I'd stand on the weather balloon with that guy, and he'd go, ready to jump. <laughs> and I'd go, yep. I'd go, give me your suit. <laughs> it's like going back down to I'm going, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> then we'd go. <laughs> Straight to France. <laughs> I would faceplant France right next to him. We'd be holding hands. God, you could actually, pay, you actually, I'd be, I'd be ash because I would burn. Yeah, you don't have a space suit. On. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go from an ice cube in space and I'd fall and I'd thaw out and then I would burn up and die. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just be ash. <laughs> some kid would be getting ice cream in Italy, <laughs> and there'd be some ashes of me on it. He'd be like, "Oh, I got sprinkles," and he'd eat me. Thanks, Tyson. Yeah, and then I'd haunt him forever, dude. I'd use his body as a vessel. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> dude, we're talking about getting hit by Mike Tyson. You're going to haunt a child? I, I told you I've been watching Ghost Adventures, dude. I know all about all of it. Dude, did I tell you about the, the kid that haunts my dad's work? No, we'll talk about it off the air, though. <laughs> Timmy? Oh, no, you told me about Timmy. About Timmy? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Timmy. No. Don't shout out, Timmy. He's not welcome on this chat. <laughs> he's not welcome in this podcast. F's in the chat for Timmy. 
<laughs> Literally pay him some respects, dude. He needs it, help, apparently. Help him pass on, dude. Yeah, dude. Don't let him use Pops as a vessel. <laughs> dude, I'm so worried. He's going to go home one day and be like, no. Just <laughs> just wait till you hear somebody and you go into your little side room and there's a ghoul in the chair. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would die. I would lose. Dude, that, <laughs> that chair is the creepiest chair I've ever seen. It came with the house. <laughs> we moved that means somebody's scared of it and goes, yeah, I'm not taking it. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. all that stuff over there just like that came with the house? What, in the storage room? Yeah. No, it's our stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know, bro. <laughs> no, we got that stuff. My bad. We about ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got off track. As always, thank you guys for listening. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. And follow me at underscore J Schnorr at underscore J-S-C-H-N-O-R. That's both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys for tuning in. This one's been fun. We got a little off the rails towards the end. <laughs> but, hey. What's a track record sports podcast without getting a little off the rails? That's good. At most of the time. (laughs) It's like 40% sports. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys, though. Um, Share this as – I was going to say share this. I don't know what I was going to say. Share this everywhere you possibly can. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you all for listening, and don't forget to keep a clean track record. Mm